Welcome back to Bold and Beautiful Movie Talks, the podcast where Andrew and I talk about movies in neither a bold nor beautiful fashion. Andrew, I'm going to have to tell uh, the audience this week on what movie we are reviewing. Is that okay with you? That's fine with me. Alright, the movie is my second favorite movie of all time. If you remember, my first favorite movie of all time is Rocky II. My second favorite movie of all time is the movie that we just finished watching right now. I'm noticing it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jump the gun. Go ahead. That movie is nothing less but Warrior. So you have a tendency of like uh, underdog fighting movies with good <laughs> I a, music. I have a genre, uh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, we're talking Tom Hardy, we're talking Joel Edgerton, we're talking Nick Nolte as... Uh, the main leads for this, who just give awesome performances, both uh, acting-wise and uh, physically. So, um, Andrew, I'll, I'll still let you roll the intro music. And that's your roll, thing. Punch us into that intro music, Jeremy. <sighs> Alright, so first off, let's do a quick synopsis. I'm reading this from IMDb, so you can follow along if you want to pause it and then <laughs> pull it up at home. <laughs> Alright, the youngest son of an alcoholic former boxer returns home, meaning Tom Hardy, um, where he's trained by his father for a competition in a mixed martial arts tournament, a path that puts the fighter on a collision course with his estranged older brother, meaning uh, Joel Edgerton. So Tommy is a young brother, Tom Hardy, and then Brendan is the older brother, uh, Joel Edgerton. So it's a, it's a pretty dysfunctional family, to say the least. Dad's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. So. And then... Tommy, which is Tom Hardy, was in the Marines. And then his older brother, Joel Edgerton. 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 He has a wife and two kids. So. Um, well, I think I think what's what's cool is that it really, um, the whole movie, you don't really know why the family is like separated. And then you, you learn realize, as it goes along. Right. It's a good story. I think that's what makes it so good. Yeah, it's really good storytelling. It's not just, here's everything at once, and then let's take it from here. It's like you start to learn. It starts off with a separation. They're just separated. They haven't talked to each other for years. And then it hints at why. And then it hints at how emotionally separated they are. Not just, you know, not just regular separation. So that's pretty crazy. So what were your opinions before seeing it? I mean, you're raving about this movie for a while. Right. You're saying that it makes you tear up, which that I don't think that happens very often. So besides my opinions, like, have you heard anything else about the movie? No. I never heard of this movie. Oh, until I told you? Yeah. Wow. Not, it was Well, you did tell me that this movie got overshadowed by... Yeah, I, for, movie, right? I forgot what it was. Oh, there was another movie that I thought it was Lincoln or something like that. Lincoln or something? Oh. I mean, it was just I super guess it depends when. Yeah, okay. Lincoln so. came out in 2012. Maybe it was something else. But I think I was in theaters. No, I never heard of it. I've okay. never, I never heard of this movie. I wasn't really in... I didn't really hear much about Tom Hardy until The Revenant. So That's yeah. when you heard about Tom well, Hardy? Well, The Revenant and then Steven told me about Locke on netflix which is really good and has tom hardy like in the car the whole time which right. is actually really good yeah the indie film um and he's been in a lot that he's in bronson that was like a big one i don't like it but that was like a big one Maybe just uh, i mean he's watch. bane oh he's bane but you know that's the other thing too is i don't really i was never really into the dark knight oh trilogy, that's right which i still need to watch them i forgot you hate movies i don't <laughs> Inception, I didn't really watch that either. You I watched, didn't watch Inception? I saw him on Mad Max. 
Goodness Let's gracious. Go on, on Dunkirk. Well, Inception's going to be our next movie easy. then. Jeez. I, I own it. Yeah. Is it really that good that you would it's want to Very good. It? That's like maybe number three. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't understand it. It's probably number four. It. Yeah, when I saw it in theaters, I walked out. My mind was blown. I didn't understand it, though. And I saw it as an adult. More times. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is brilliant. Anyways. Um, okay, so as far as opinions, yeah, that makes sense. So I think I was in, in theaters for the movie called The Fighter, if I'm not mistaken. And it was one of those previews. And so, you know, the trailer then was basically just... Uh, you know, two brothers, crazy life, and they end up fighting each other for... And they both desperately need the prize, and they end up fighting each other for the prize, and it was just it was crazy. So, Brandon and I met my brother. Um, him and I were both super stoked for the movie, and then we just never... I don't think we heard about it when it actually came out. And then it wasn't until I was doing homework a few years ago. Maybe like five years ago, I think it was in high school or college. Um... And uh, I saw it on Netflix. I was like, oh, this is that movie I wanted to see. Oh, this was on Netflix? Why? Yeah. Mm. And then, uh, so then I, I was I was doing my homework watching the movie. So I didn't even understand a lot of the, the like, relationships. Um, I thought the, I thought the dad was, like, the evil one the whole time. Whereas in this movie, he's, like, the guy trying to win back the love of his kids. Mm. For some reason, the, the scenes I paid attention to, I thought that Dad was, like, the enemy the whole time. And it was, like... This? When you watched it the first time? Or? Yeah, because I was half-watching it. So I missed out on a lot of key, like, points. Oh. Um, when the dad's the... Kind of... Well, the sons are the victims, but the dad's the victim because the sons are not forgiving him for being, like, an alcoholic. And right. there for the mom who passed away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So as I was watching it, I was watching kind of half, paying attention. And then, but the last scene, which... We'll uh, to talk about it at the end. Um, yeah, like that's, that's still made me like tear up, even though I was like paying half attention the whole movie mm-hmm. when I saw the ending. It was just like, oh, when you were half watching, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just had that impact on me right from the get go. So yeah, okay. So real quick, what's your rating? It made me cry a little bit. I give it a ten out of ten. Yeah. So it's definitely up there with. Uh, You're crying now. That's a yawn, but you know, <laughs> I watched that movie alone. There might be more tears than with everybody else. Yeah, just wait till your second time. But man. it's just the the whole, the whole um, raw emotion. Yeah, I wrote down in my notes, there's a lot of raw emotion in this movie, and a lot of it comes from Nick Nolte, the dad, trying to win back his um, respect and trust and love from his sons that he lost years ago. And, and he even says in part of the movie, we're all lost. Remember? I noticed that. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, give it a 10 out of 10 because it has really crisp, really clean shots. Basic shots, kind of like Joker. Had a lot of those clean shots. And then um, also it made me feel a lot of emotions. And there was just a lot of... I like drama movies, I'm noticing. Yeah. And I like drama and I like... Uh, romance but I guess you can this is more of like a bromance (laughs) and then I don't know it's just really good it was really good really good story and then the thing too is you had you had the I thought it was predictable and I predicted the end it two three times and my predictions were wrong yeah and I told you it was predictable as soon as you said that I whispered to Taylor I was like he's wrong wrong. and her and I, I I showed her like years ago and she was like I forgot I was like oh 
she's like, I was excited for her. Yeah. As in like how it ends and stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely a tearjerker. I think it's a good movie. You can watch it with anybody. Um, yeah. Like family and anything. There's nothing too crude or anything. Yeah, there's some cuss words if it's... That's about if it. If that's a problem. A little bit of alcohol use, but... Yeah, it's a good movie. It's good acting. Tom Hardy did it. And Joel... Edgerton. Edgerton mm-hmm. didn't disappoint. Um, man, Tom Hardy always... I, I noticed the, the roles I have seen him in, he's always been like that kind of emotional wreck sometimes yeah even in venom and this one right i don't know about the revenant after you watch that well he's just a jerk in the revenant but he's a really good jerk so yeah i definitely give it a 10 um just because of how many emotions it makes you feel and i haven't seen it in like maybe like six months but like it hit me hard this time Mm -hmm. like it was bad and i just i know how i know what's gonna happen in the next five seconds and it just kills me still dude because you're like you're like, okay, you're gonna have to watch. You're gonna want to watch this. This part, you're pointing out scenes to me because I was taking notes. It's I hate doing that because whenever someone says, "Hey, watch this part," I'm like, instantly raise my expectations for what I'm oh, about to watch like a million times. Oh. Cool. Oh, you want me to pay attention to this? All right, it's probably gonna suck. Watch, you know. But the fact is that before the movie started. Andrew looks at me and he says, "All right, so I'll try and not be on my phone as much." And then psych and. <laughs> I don't know another movie that you've been on your phone more than this time. But you that did. That means I like it. I know. That's if what I'm you said. If I'm taking notes, that means I like it. There's totally. Like key points. There's actually a lot of questions about the story that I have. Which so I'll answer it real quick. We can bring those story questions up when we talk about the director and how he made it come to life. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of, as you can imagine, a lot of behind the scenes footage and the making oh, really? of. Uh, oh, yeah, because yeah. I got the DVD for like Christmas one year, mm-hmm. um, and so like. Part of, of the special features are the behind the, the, lost, or like the, the making of. The DVD that we couldn't find. Right. But thank you, Amazon. Yeah, shout <laughs> out to Amazon, our first sponsor for uh, staying true to us all these years. We should just hashtag, like on the post, I do hashtag Amazon, hashtag, hashtag ad. Hashtag Amazon Prime. <laughs> hashtag thank you, Amazon. Hashtag you the realist. Okay, so um, the title. So, Warrior. Um, you know, I wondered who is the warrior? The dad? The It could be anyone. The son, the older son. I thought it was a I thought it was a teacher or the principal. I thought it was a principal at the, the school. Sam Woodwicky's dad yeah. from Transformers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um I, thought, <laughs> I told you to oh it's Sam Woodwicky's dad and everybody else looking at me like, What? Transformers. Yeah. That's only like movie You now. just you would say jokes at like wrong times. So I don't wanna I don't want to say any. I don't and, want to respond because then said, you would talk again I, and, I and you would miss something. And I, and I go, he's such a warrior, huh? Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I don't even look at you. But luckily, but, Taylor covered that. That's okay. She made me feel better. She for put my you jokes. Yeah. Well, that's how she is with me all the time. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I get used to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so as far as far as the name goes, um, or, or the the title um, goes. Yeah, it's, it's general and it's good enough. I mean, it really defines, like, it's a good word, you know, because there are just so many elements of just, like, brutality and just a bunch of emotion, a bunch of hardness. I think there's a lot of, of fighting involved with the dad fighting for their love and affection, the younger brother, Tommy, which is Tom Hardy, which I was mm-hmm. like, what's his name? Tommy? That's why I had to look it up. I was like, Tommy, Tom Hardy. Close mm-hmm. enough. And then <laughs> uh, the older brother. Brendan. 
That's his name? Yeah. Right uh, he's fighting for his family because he's going to lose his house. Right. So they're all fighting for something, but at the end of the day, they're... Well, okay, so Tommy, we, or we'll hit we find out later, um, we kind of get a glimpse into his past, and uh, he basically dedicated, or he's he made a decision to be um, financially supporting the spouse of his fallen comrade... Um, yeah. When he was, I wasn't in sure the that whole story when they're talking about it because they don't yeah. reveal things plainly. They have you right. figure it out, which could be interesting. Yeah, like like it'll introduce something and then it'll explain it later instead of a lot of movies kind of just spoon feed information to you so that you can follow along easily, which I think is just lazy storytelling. Um, but yeah. All right, so uh, to talk to us about some or uh, of the actors. So you know you have Tom Hardy. Most people know Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy, the Bane. He's in Locke, Mad Max, the Inception, Bane. yeah, Venom, Dunkirk, Revenant. It's got a good, uh, good list there. Of movies, truly. Uh, Nick Nolte, which is their dad, mm-hmm. and then so Tommy is Tom Hardy's the younger brother. Nick Nolte. Um, I don't know. What What do you know him from? Well, he. He's I mean, in. he was really big when he was younger. He was in that one cop movie with uh, Eddie Murphy. Midnight Run? Is it Midnight Run? Something like that. But yeah, so he was a st- he's was he been acting for a while. Um, now he takes these. Huh? It's 103 projects well, there for you acting go. alone. Boom. Yeah, he's getting older, but he's tremendous in this film. He like, he taps into like, I'm gonna kill you, and then he taps into like, you just overly sympathize with him. Um, and then in the middle... You know, he just gives great performances. He doesn't even really have a bunch of stage time. But every say, time he's... He doesn't really say too much, but every time he... Yeah, go ahead. But every time he's in a scene, it's like a significant scene. You know, it shows you a part of him. Um, and every time he's in... I mean, he just he's really critical to the story and to the emotion of tying these brothers together. Which is really one of the only things that ties them together. Is you it know? Bad? Yeah. Right? Okay, so who else? Joel Edgerton. There you go. I just spelled it how I read it. But, <laughs> uh, he's in The Great Gatsby. He's in oh, The Gift, right. which I thought the gift, it's a scary movie. Yeah, I a, watched that. I don't know. He's just like creepy, like neighbors. Yeah. And then he was in like an Egyptian movie with Christian Bale. I think it was like a Jesus. He's was in this? Bright with Will Smith. That's on Netflix. Dude, that's that's right. He, that was a good movie. Dude, it's made by the dope. the same person that did a. Like a cop movie, Bad Boys. No, <laughs> what you gonna do? No, the um, oh, um, and uh, and to watch mm-hmm. that movie's freaking baller. You do like a cop, yeah. League. The same director, David Ayer, did cool. And to watch, I haven't seen that in a watch. Oh, dude, you'll love that movie better than Bright. Well, Bright's like the sci fi, it is better than Bright, like sci fi, kind of cheesy, but. Yeah, that was amazing. Okay, who else? Um, we got... Well, Joel Ledgerton's wife... Um, Jennifer Morrison. She plays Tess. She's in Once Upon a Time. Yeah, she's she the plays, main girl, right? Uh, yeah, pretty much the main girl. She's Emma Swan. She was in House for a while. Oh, that's right. She's in one of the Star Treks. She's also in... Oh, and Tom Hardy was also in one of the Star Treks. This is Us. 
Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah, she's in the this current season, this new one. Is there a lot of people that are just in it? This is us. Like, oh yeah, like it's the kind of show that everybody's in, kind of like Friends or something. It's not as big as it was. I think this season's amazing so far. So, props to them. Oh, you know what? She plays the mom in Star Trek. The mom that has uh, Chris Pine. She has Chris Pine. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Or would he's Captain Kirk? Okay. So. All right. Well, who else? Um. Frank Grillo. Oh yeah, he's freaking gangster. He plays he, the um, the trainer trainer for Joel Egerton. Edgerton. Edgerton. You had it, man. You lost it now. It's okay. The older brother. Um, he's in the Gray, The Purge. He's also Captain I know America. him from Captain America: Civil War and all the Avenger films. He and was stuff. in two of them. Then he was in the Winter he's Soldier, in, and then he was in Civil War. I think he dies in Civil War. No, he's in... Um, Maybe he dies in Age of Ultron. He's in the one with the newest one. Well, actually, you know what? They, I don't know when he dies. Oh, technically, yeah, go, technically. He's end game, they go back in time. Right. Spoiler alert, but if you haven't seen it yet, <laughs> He plays Brock Rumlow, so he's part of Hydra. Right. Yeah, that's why I know him from... And then he has, like, the metal mask kind of thing. All right, who else? Um, that's about it. Well, Brian Collin. Oh, Brian Callen or Colin. It's Colin. Colin. Get it right. Uh, he plays the commenter. He's talking all his crap on uh, Brandon on, Con- yeah, on, on, on Joel Edgerton. Edgerton. Yeah. He's, and He'll he get plays it the announcer at the end of the movie when there's the, the big fight. Which is funny because he was actually a commentator um, for UFC. Yeah. That's why whenever he goes on Rogan's podcast, I didn't put two and two together. He They always talk UFC. They always talk UFC and I fast forward. I tried <laughs> listening to it, but I just can't do it. And then there's Kevin Dunn. He's the principal of the school that... Joel Edgerton teaches at. That's right. He's a teacher. I don't know if you mentioned that. So he his his day job is a teacher. Then he gets... Yeah, the older brother, Brent, Brendan or Joel yeah, Brendan. Edgerton. Mm-hmm. They're both... They're um, He's a teacher, physics teacher. Right. He's going to foreclose on his house. So he starts fighting more. And they suspend him with no pay because he did get... It. They saw that he was in a fight or somebody's brother saw him fighting right yeah so yeah well and and this this fight was like a little like a it was was like a super low low key kind of side of a strip club mm -hmm. fight yeah but but it was like it was a full-on it wasn't just like a street fight it was like a full-on ufc match ref everything um so that's what kind of kind of made him a little famous in the school but yeah that's pretty much about it right yeah i mean i don't know if you know the in the movie, Tom Hardy, which is his younger brother, comes back from Iraq, right? That's where he's coming back from. I guess. Well, later on you find out right. that he went AWOL. Yeah. AWOL. So he comes back from Iraq and and he wants to box and then he wants the dad to train him, but it's not his dad. He just sees the dad as a trainer. Right. Because the dad... What I'm thinking happened, which I'm not completely sure, is that the parents separated... And mm-hmm. Tom Hardy went with the mom, yep. which the mom ended up dying. Mm-hmm. And, he, and, and Tom Hardy didn't tell anybody else, or Tom right. didn't tell anybody else. And then uh, Brendan, or Joel Egerton. Edgerton. 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 Joel Edgerton um, he went, with, went dad. with the dad and with his girlfriend, which his girlfriend now is his wife, and he has the two kids. Right. So there's tension between the brothers because... The, the big brother wanted, was supposed to go with the little brother and the mom so he can help take care of them, but he stayed 
I think probably mainly for the girlfriend. I don't know, think so for the dad. One thing that was a big, I mean, because they established that he was always an underdog and that Tom Hardy's character was always the, the front runner. So the fact is that, you know, the, the, the dad spent this whole time training on Tom Hardy and refused to, to, uh, to train on Joel Edgerton. So Joel Edgerton said part of the reason why he stayed was so that he would have his dad to himself. And then he says, but you never had any desire in training me, only the front runners. And he said, I, I, I hope that when he left, I could be, like, he could be the one with the dad. Right, pays attention to you. Focuses on, him, But yeah. that didn't happen. Right. Poor bastard. All right, so, um, I mean, as far as performances go, Tom Hardy is just such a master at becoming a beast. Like, his traps on those shoulders, man, like, you can't, you can't go on a really street fight. You on those traps. Dude, you know? have you ever seen... A better pair of traps by a professional actor in a movie? I haven't. He's my full out. <laughs> uh, but let's just say Tom Hardy got a yoke for this film. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, yeah. Okay, well, 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 uh, about his traps. Okay, well, uh, a fun <laughs> fact is that is that on the behind the scenes portion of the special features of the movie, um, they had uh, several weeks to train and trying to get both Brandon and, uh, or I guess both Joel and Tom Hardy, um, had had a small time to like actually practice fighting. And so the guys from Tap Out, who are also in the movie, um, they kind of came by and checked on them and they realized, okay, these guys are, these actors are far from looking like UFC, like fighters. And then What's Tap Out? That's Tap the... Out is like the clothing brand and they're, they're like, they basically help popularize like UFC. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so then... And then those two tap tap out guys come back maybe like a month later. You're and talking about the, these guys, the creators, right? Of tap out. Or yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and so maybe because because they were they were huge backers for the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so then when they come back after like a month or something like that, they real they see that Tom Hardy and Joel look like monsters now, which is really cool. They're like, yes, this is what I wanted. Exactly. Right here. So Tom Hardy it was funny because he plays the most confident fighter ever. And he's then, quick, he's fast, and he gets the knockout. He's huge. So his every time he punches, oh, like, is that what it it's is? like a truck. I was truck. wondering why he knocks them out pretty quick. Yeah. You see his force when he's punching someone on the ground? Sp- that's the, a lot of their fighting tactic is based off of their tra- <laughs> their training, but it's also based he off of where they're at. That was a, like I was breathing it's in. reverse that hiccup. I don't know what happened. Um, I'm just, I'm just, my breath is taken away by this film. <laughs> Mid-sentence, um, yeah. So... I just noticed that with Tom Hardy, he's quick, he's fast, he finishes it, and then with Joel, he uh, or the older brother, he's very patient and like right with the fight and takes his time because his trainer is like a very optimistic kumbaya kind of guy that plays <laughs> both Beethoven when he goes up. Which he said is based on he said it's based on a real trainer who actually did that with his his fighters that he trained. Oh, so it's man. actually based on real tactics, which is cool. Um, so would Tom Hardy be the lead then? Right? That's what yeah, we're doing this. I don't really yeah. get that feeling though. From it's pretty like even. It was shared between him and totally or his older brother. Yeah, totally. Because you see what's going on with him, and he needs to make more money. And then you see what's happening with Tom Hardy, where he's like, I don't know. Like I was trying to think what their motivation for Tom Hardy to fight. Yeah, man. What, what would you say his motivation? 
to do this? Like, why did he want to do this fight? I don't understand. Wait, who? Which one? Tom Hardy? Yeah. Well, the basic thing is that he needs to support oh, the wife of his fallen comrade. that later. Okay, yeah. so, so there's... He's... You find out in the movie, as he gets more popular, that I, Tom Hardy or Tommy is a war hero. What? I stated that already. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. The whole well, thing with the I don't know if we mentioned that he ripped off, like, a tank, like, door or something. Right, like yeah. He saved, uh, when he was, uh, what's the word? When he was, like, abandoning his unit, um, going AWOL, he ran into this group of soldiers who needed help, and then he saved them, and then... Oh, he was can, that what he was doing? Yeah, was, that was like, when he was running away. So then he ran away without, you know, staying around or else he'd get arrested or jailed or whatever. Um, so then he was low-key, changed his last name to his mother's maiden name. So that way uh, they couldn't find him, you know, mm-hmm. in the service records and stuff. Um, that's how he's able to kind of stay under the radar. That's why he changed it. I was wondering why he changed it. They say in the movie. I don't know. Sometimes they talk. You're low probably on your phone. Accident. I know. I could probably accident. Speak huh. all the lines in real time. Uh, so like yeah. me and stepbrothers. Yeah, I've just seen it so many times. Um, but yeah, so so the so the whole movie is basically this like big brother small brother rivalry kind of thing, and then you know it builds up to this huge kind of meeting that you you're anticipating that it happens, and then you see you what know, happens like, after that. Movie, like, the one of my predictions was actually was my first prediction. I was like, "Oh, that's not gonna happen." Mm. Okay, then I came up with other predictions, and then I was like, "You know," then my first prediction was actually right. My very first kind of prediction that I had an idea. Yeah. So like, I had one, but then they do different things that kind of make you, like, not predict what's gonna happen because it, they're getting to the predictable part. <laughs> okay. Well, they're good at yeah. I mean, you can. You can predict what's going to happen, or at least you know what you want to happen, and then they just have a creative way to get there, and then if they, if they miss it, if they, you know, maybe if they do a little twist on you, which they do in this movie, then it's like, wow, it's still satisfying at the end, though, you know, like, it's very, the end of the movie is very satisfying. So I, I yeah, oh yeah. But it's a shock, so it's, that's what's awesome I, about it. I think all three actors did very well, the, the dad... Nick Nolte, the mm-hmm. Tom Hardy, Joel Edgerton. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of Edger. Okay. There you go. Joel Edgerton. They Ed- all did Edgerton. very well um, individually and together. So, did you like Tom Hardy before this movie? Yeah, I loved yeah. him before this movie. He goes Tom Hardy and then Jake. Or Jake then Tom Hardy. He goes Jake, Jake then Tom Hardy, okay. yeah. After this movie, it was definitely Tom Hardy, though, until Jake Hall restored my faith in him. All right, uh, best scene. I can go first if you want. Uh-huh, I'll go. All right, go for it. Um, I don't know if it would be your scene. I would say my favorite scene is... Um, there's a lot of good scenes. It's kind of like Joker. Though. I can go first. Yeah, go ahead. You go first. <laughs> Let me do, think. Do you I have thought it? I, knew, I thought I knew, but then I'll go off of yours and then I'll make sure it's not the same one. Maybe okay. it can't be the same one that we can both talk about it, but go ahead. Gotcha. Okay, so spoiler alert. Well, I think you should still watch the movie and this is, it's predictable so you know it's going to happen, so it's kind of not much of a spoiler alert. So if you're listening at this point, you should turn it off and go watch it. There you, you go. Can rent it on Amazon for... $4. For $4. I paid them, so... Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay, I got it. Uh, you can rent it on Amazon for four dollars, but um, yeah, it's not on Netflix anymore. All right, as I was saying, two thousand eleven. <laughs> it's older, but 
That's why they use all the phones, right? The, um, the yeah, the, the flip the, phones flip or the phones weird or whatever phones. Yeah, whatever the heck. Is that phone what you used in 2011? Heck yeah, man! That's what I used. When did I start using my? Anyways, iPhone? best scene for me is there's a final fight which you anticipate between the two brothers. What? Sorry, no. I thought you watched it. <laughs> You're putting on your phone that part, huh? Everybody's like, okay. Well, I don't need to watch it now. I know, right? Uh, well, I didn't say I didn't say you won, and and I think we should keep it. A secret to see who won. That'd be fun. Oh, don't tell them who yeah. wins? Because be, we still haven't given it away. Um, yeah, we cannot give that away. Yeah, okay. So then the main fight, um, you just see the... There's a Tom Hardy gives a look of, like, anticipation. And so he, like... Um, it, was, it was basically after, after, like, the first or second round... And um and Brandon's hurting and then Tom Hardy gives his face like oh you're hurt huh you're hurt but he doesn't say anything he just says it all with his face it's just this like it's it's just so all crazy the, the look of sympathy he has for no no it, no it's not sympathy no it's when it's when Tom Hardy hurts Brandon uh-huh. and so Brandon's all like sore he's like on the floor and Tom Hardy's like oh you good you good like he kind of mocks him with his face because oh, he's like just that? so excited to like destroy him he comes in quick Tom Hardy comes in quick and yeah. fast and he's like just eager to fight his brother because he. Because he's mad that his brother left them. Like well, there's a, that, and then time makes it worse, and then you know, and then he finds out that Brandon, Brandon isn't even sorry um, that he he was mad at them, that he forgave them when Tom Hardy was like, "No, you're the one who you know left us." And there's just so many more reasons, fresh and old. And then add the dad being alcoholic. Mm-hmm. The whole yeah, the whole dying and putting holy water on the mom, which I thought was interesting that they said that, but. It was just a quick little. Message. I know, but it was, yeah. he was just saying like, "Oh, Dad, now you're religious." Oh, right. And yeah. and your religion is all of a sudden. But where were you? Where was your religion when, or where were you at when when Mom? Like you know. If you see it, it'll make sense. Oh, Whoa! Sorry. Goodness, sent off fireworks. Is that your water bottle? Yeah, no, it was a firework. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's my best scene. <laughs> What's yours? You know, I put it on the floor to be quiet. Instead of on the table, and then I just dropped it, so I don't know what happened. My best scene. Um, so your best scene is 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 the whole end battle, like own fight scene. Do you not listen to anything I just said? Uh, maybe not. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I'm trying to. It was it was, it. We'll, it was that moment we'll in the last scene. Well, it's just him. It's this look he gives, and it's just like it sums Joel up. Joel Edgerton. No, Tom. <laughs> Did I say it wrong? No, I'm talking about the other guy. Tom Hardy gives the look to Joel Edgerton. Like, come on, fight me? Basically. It, it's, it's such a specific look. It's so funny, and it's powerful, and it's so well, menacing. We'll watch it again, and this time I'll point we'll, it we'll out. buy the DVD. <laughs> um, Tell us we'll your best scene. We'll pause it on his face. Uh, my best scene would be when the dad goes to Joel Edgerton. Mm. And I'll see him correct me. Yeah, right. sorry. Sit. Good job. Yeah. I know how to say words. And when he goes to the house and tells them that Tom Hardy or Tommy is back and came, uh, but the the Nick Nolte is like crying because he's like, "I'm sorry, I've been it's been a thousand days sober." And then uh, Joe that's not why, but what you're kind of you're kind of skipping around. It's basically this is the first time that the dad has seen. Joel Edgerton in a while and they mm-hmm. reference it's because the dad did something real crazy 
And that's what separated them, like, hardcore. Oh, him from the dad. Right. And the, and the family, yeah. Family. Yeah, which they don't touch on that, but you don't really need to. Right, which I like. I like how they don't that put everything in there. doesn't tell you everything. Yeah. I mean, I like movies it. are not supposed to tell you everything. They're supposed to imply things through, like, images. That's the point. Or, or video and images. So, um, it just that whole scene when the dad comes over the house and he's begging for his son's forgiveness yeah. and crying and then he then he sees the kids in the the door yeah. and it's like oh is that what's her name i don't know the kids names rosie so the older oh you know you know the older or uh, emily's daughter. older one and he goes i have a like one i haven't seen in three years i have another uh, granddaughter that i haven't seen at all and then and then they pretends just like well like I can't deal with this right now. He's like, or he's like, I don't want to like leave. Like, what are you doing here? So no, no, no. Just, he says, why is that? And then, oh, because because, because of, of the happened. the referenced moment, yeah. But it was just that whole scene with the dad pleading for, for which he forgave, forgave him, right? right. He, he forgave him, him, but he goes, I didn't trust him. And then Nick Nolte's like, well, uh, you need to have trust to forgive. But he's like, okay, I can I can do with that. Yeah. But just that whole scene was really intense and then he leaves he shuts the door on him as he's standing in the driveway still trying to talk to him and he, yeah he's still trying to talk to him they do a, a, a fart like a shot from far away from the door looking at the dad yeah and you see that he's just standing there while all of them go inside and he gets shut out yeah and i guess he did that to himself you know everything he did but i mean he's trying to make amends and i i understand that situation you know yeah it's crazy man all right let's talk director I'll let you talk, director. The director, huh? Okay. Well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, well, it was the guy from... Was that movie? No, it's... Okay, my phone's reloading again. <laughs> Come on, iPhone. I had the... It's something O'Shea or Connor or something like that, but he also did a... What was that the movie we just said? That Gavin O'Connor. He did uh, The Countant. He did Pride and Glory. Oh, he did, did, a ca- oh, he did Miracle. Miracle, yeah, they're saying the director of Mil- twelve and, upcoming projects. Miracle's huh? amazing. Have you seen a Miracle? Uh, the hockey one, not in real life, but <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> it's like what? No, I I've seen it a long time ago. Pretty yeah. good movie yeah, it's with awesome. uh, Kurt Russell. Yep. Um, true story, right? Of the nineteen eighty yeah. Olympic hockey team mm-hmm. over the Russians. Always yeah. the Russians. We're always going against the Russians. You know that. There's a reason why. <laughs> so he did The Countant with Ben Affleck, which is actually a really good movie. I liked it. it was, yeah, it was awesome. Where he's an accountant, but he also kills people, and his brother is John Berthnall. Oh, right. Which is from Walking Dead and Punisher. So he did Pride and Glory. Have you seen that? Um, Maybe. It's with the, the guy from Fight Club. What's his face? Actually, it looks like the guy from Fight Club. Yeah, it is. It's with Edward Norton and Colin Farrell. Uh, yeah, I mean that's all I can really see. He's got upcoming. He's done the Americans. It's a show. Oh, well, that's a big show. But yeah, I think he did a really good job directing these actors in this movie. I think it was done really nicely with the shots and everything else. I mean, what do you think? Yeah, no, I mean it looked great. Um, storytelling was fantastic. Um, I mean again, characters just gave us just amazing performances. Gives me such a Rocky feel. Totally. You see Tom Hardy come with his little beanie and going into the thing, and then right. they do the scene. They do this weird edit. No, it's weird because I've never seen it, but this editing screen where they show him training, and then 
Joel oh. Edgerton training. Right. And it's two different things. And they just have like like a black screen with split smaller screens on there. Yeah. I love the highlights and stuff. Um, yeah. No, I mean like the pacing felt great. It looked great. Uh, it felt great. Like overall, it was just fantastic. You good on that? Yeah. I, I, I don't really know what else to say about it. I mean, I think if he could, if he directed the actors in such a way that they performed very well. And then, you know, if the screenplay and the story is really well, really, which actually, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's also, he's he's a writer. He's a co-writer. He's one of the writers, yeah. Dang. He wrote the story. Props to him. And the screenplay with some other people. Dang. I don't Dang. So he's, so I think when you write it and you direct it, it just makes it that much better, typically. I agree, yeah, unless you suck at, you know. Both. Either or both of those things, yeah. Alright, I'm good. Unless you want to say anything that you've learned or um, that you heard about it or facts or something about the director or something. I didn't hear anything. No. Gavin O'Connor? Who was it? Yeah, Gavin O'Connor. Little Irishman. Ready to fight. Music, yeah, it's great. Yeah, man, you want to get into the music here. It's really good music. It opens up and it Better closes. Basically, <laughs> it opens up and it basically basically closes with uh, the band The National. Um, it opened up with The National. Mm-hmm. The first song you hear is The National. It's called "Start a War." The song. We don't know. I heard the start I heard The National for the first time while I'm stuck in love. Oh, really? Yeah, they're on there. Yeah. Wow, that's you like your favorite chick flick. It's my favorite movies. Well, that's up there. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. So, in general. Mark Isham. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, he did the uh, he did Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Love that movie. He did October Sky and Jake Gyllenhaal. I don't know if you've seen that. That was, that was like Jake Gyllenhaal's first big movie. It's amazing. He did, he did the music for that. Um, he did Freedom Riders. I love the music in that. Um, he did The Crazies. And he did The Accountant. So, he also worked with that one. He worked um, with the director on Pride and Glory, too. He also is. did another one that he did, uh, or yeah. Well, there was Crash. Crash did Accountant. Yeah. Um, I think there was one other one, we'll but it's that. okay. Um, so yeah, so he I mean he has a pretty good repertoire. Um, so this refers to I think just the the like the the orchestral music because the National is basically the band that kind of drives the movie emotionally. Really? Yeah, totally. They do the National more than once, or yeah. Well, again, it opens it and it ends it and it opens it in a beautiful way and then it ends it in like the epic ending of the fight have a better song for when the brothers are fighting at the end and we can talk about a little bit the end that's what kills music. me man the fighting at the end he's like and then tom hardy's shoulder or arms dislocated he pops his shoulder yeah yeah and then he's like fighting with one hand yeah because he just he's in this Edgerton's fight just like what are you doing it's over it's over and it's kind of like two brothers that are fighting and he's like it's over but he doesn't want to like like the well, he's brother. well because he has so much motivation to for his cause. Yeah, because he wants to give the money to his his friend, which basically which his friend was his brother, right? Which was a brother to him that he never had. The yeah. other guy, his friends that he was a, the Tom Hardy was a brother that he never had. Yeah, and his and the guy who died is also a brother that Tom Hardy wanted to have, basically, yeah, but couldn't have because he died. <laughs> huh? No, never mind. <laughs> uh, I thought you were somewhere else with that. Oh. Um, 
But yeah, so I think, I mean, also, it's, it's kind of a way for him to, like, resolve his past. Because his past has been haunting him. No, I'm <laughs> By, like, giving the, the winnings to the wife of the fallen comrade. Mm-hmm. Right? Because he's been escaping that past. And that and the the spouse is the only connection he has to that, and, to, and he's views that in a positive light. So he feels like he owes everything to her. And you he know. made her a promise supposedly that he would help them, or promise to him, I think, his friend to help her out, or yeah. something like that. Because um, they because she has two kids, right? So yeah, okay. So so then so Mark Isham, he kind of just did all the orchestral stuff, which is still really good. Um, but I think the national is just throwing the national in there is good. Yeah. It's perfect towards that scene and they're fighting he's like stop and it just brings the natural brings just a whole another level of emotion it does the, man to the movie so that scene and with that song because i remember you two said always oh, you and your brother said you saw the heard the national on the warrior yeah for the first time right yeah like, oh. and i didn't think about that later i was like oh there it is huh. the right cool yeah i loved it man i loved it so what did he see he used a lot of was thematic or was the music yeah i mean there's a lot of smart music that was that was made so like but like the whole training session they used the beethoven ota joy uh, melody because they kind of amped Edgerton it up and went on stage with beethoven a lot right well, well i think that was just because the training session was inspired because frank grillo's character which is actually frank in the movie i think um he actually yeah so he was he used beethoven for his uh, boxers that he was training. And so for the whole training process, they used the melody of Ode Joy by Beethoven. But then also the composer uses the Beethoven. Yeah. Okay. Ode Joy, yeah. Yeah, for, for uh, Brendan's um, walk-in song. Well, yeah, it's Brendan, not Brendan. Okay. Yeah, it's, yeah with the E, Brendan. Mm-hmm. Brendan, yeah, whatever. Um, so yeah, and then, and then there's... I'm, I'm, the, the, it's really good, but the National just steals it. Because the national is used in just the most epic part of the movie, and it's such like when a is, great choice. When is it used at the beginning? When in the, the very first song? It has like it shows kind of like the setting, shows Pittsburgh, and then it shows um, it follows the dad around Pittsburgh, kind of shows his life, that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's one. Cool. So that's pretty much a bit. Or that's a that's about a wrap on the music. Um, fun fact. Because you mentioned Rocky a few times, and, and yeah, I'm wondering how it kind of compares. How you, I feel like you like this because it's similar to Rocky. Yeah, I mean it's underdog, and then there's brother like rivalry, which is always fun, and then, um, and then you have the father in the play, and then you have just everyone's just motivated by just so many things. So there's so many when a big thing happens, it's epic because you have all these through lines of emotions. Because of all these things that happen, you know, all these reasons, reasons and stuff. But fun fact is that um, on the cover of the of uh, of the movie, um, it says that there's a critic that says like as heartwarming as Rocky or something like that. But there's a critic um, comment on the cover of the movie that says like something something like Rocky. So it's actually it's, it has it, a very similar feel to Rocky for me. With I the... mean. I mean, just like the whole like training thing is kind of similar. Or at least Tommy or Tom Hardy when he's training is his training is more on the streets right. kind of thing, and then Joel Edgerton's training is more like in the gym, focusing on like mental, I guess, a lot of mental. Yeah, it's all like 
great trainers, techniques, whereas in Rocky, Mick is like stopping a baby, be a man, that kind of stuff. Like enduring hardness. Tire too. Yeah. Yeah, whereas the Legitans like use this hook, use this choke, More use this. Technical. Yeah. yeah. Which is funny because when they battle off, it's like both of them have their huge advantages and their huge disadvantages in that matter. You know, Joel Edgerton lacks the brute animosity and Tom Hardy lacks control and technique, mm-hmm. you know? So what, yeah, what their training came out, I got you, came yeah. out in their fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, you need to give the fun fact about the Rocky. You started just to cut it. you off. No, that was it. No, that was it. Was that the on the actual cover of the, oh. of the movie? Our critic actually actually has a quote that compares it to Rocky. Mm-hmm. So it's like this widely comparison that's well, out there. How do you feel like it's similar to Rocky or dissimilar to Rocky? I mean, just the fighting concept. I don't think it's that similar. They were kind of saying it's as heartwarming as Rocky. It wasn't. It like, has as much heart as Rocky. There you go. But so, it's not yeah. similar. I mean, the story's completely aspect. different. Um, it's similar to Fighter then with Mark Wahlberg then right and Christian Bale because they're yeah because they're brother no I watch Fighter it doesn't have that <laughs> I know you want to compare it to something but it's pretty original it's uncomparable yeah other than the fact that it's a fighting movie but you good yeah well I guess I'm we're good. not going to tell you who wins the fight yeah so take that out. right which you could just look it up you're making you noise can, oh I'm making slamming on the table ah no. I gotta delete that. <laughs> um, so they fight, and then you don't know what happens after that. We don't even know what happens after that. But it le- it ends in a way that like it implies well, how things are gonna turn out. We do know that the, the Tommy or Tom Hardy has the Marines come, and they they found out that he he, he went, went AWOL. He went AWOL, so they're gonna arrest him after the fight. We'll see. Which I was, which we don't know if happened or not <laughs> until. But, Warrior 2 comes out. He's oh, in prison or not. Um, I thought that was just interesting because I thought they would have arrested him before the fight was done. But maybe the fact that if he won, he was giving the proceeds to somebody's a military's fallen military person's friend, wife, spouse. I don't know if that's why they waited. I think they just wanted to see who was going to win. Maybe, but I don't they were know. like, I don't oh, know this the... is a pretty good matchup. Like, I can... I'm glad he's on. Uh... <laughs> uh... Right. I think it was really funny how the principal was so against this whole fight. Right. And he, and, and suspended Joe Edgerton, Egerton. Yeah. Eagleton. <laughs> Egerton. Eagleton. Uh, it suspended him for like a semester of no pay. Actually, it wasn't really up to him, I don't think. I think it's, he might be above him. And then he's like wearing the shirts, and then all the students go to the drive-in, the drive-in screen, for the, the fight, screening, which I was the thinking what happened with the kids if the they can't do in the gym because the principal said you can't do in the gym. Right, they just same way Wiki's dad said not in my gym. Right, and they go to the the, the drive-in movie, which is really, and then the, then the principal shows up. It was, I thought it was just funny that he he ended up everybody's cheering for him, and and during throughout the whole film, you're cheering for both. Both the guys, not just one, both the brothers, right? To to do well, to win. Yeah, because you want both of them to, to win, and because they both have strong wives. Their wives strong are strong wives. Wives, they have strong wives as well. Or they have strong wives. Why, their wives? Oh, like W H Y. I mean, 
I thought you meant like W-I-S-E. No. Like strong. I was like, what does strong wise mean? Oh. Other than wise. being my stage name. I need to enunciate my words, obviously. But. <laughs> pronunciate. Pronunciate. You're the one. <laughs> so, you know, one wants the, the money for the his friends. Why, uh spouse we've established this Andrew the house I'm just saying since they have strong wise <laughs> it makes you more invested in the film makes you more invested in them winning right because you're cheering and rooting for the characters even though you know Tom Hardy might be going at it the wrong way he would storm the stage whenever he left well cause it's not about the show for him it's not it's just he's about just trying to fight. win the money and give it to her yeah which some may say that is the that, that's the that's the ideal right thing to do. Hey man, solid film. See it with your friends and your family. See it with your dog. Something to cry with. Yeah, bring some tissues. Yeah. Um, Maybe two. A couple boxes of tissues. Because there was a lot of those movements in that movie. Yeah. And 2011, man. I Holding heard of up, it. man. I've never heard of it. Holding up A1 steak sauce, man. A1. All right, that'll do it for this uh, this week of Bobby Bumblebee Talks. Follow us on Instagram for all that jazz. We are more. We are actually more active now, as uh, we hoped we would be. You're welcome. Yeah, I handle the stories, and uh, Andrew handles the posts. Uh, yeah, it's a pretty a good bit, system we have going on here. A bit behind on the last post, but hey, right. We'll put it up this week to make it feel like it's this week. There you go. I just gave it away. Anyways, <laughs> all right. Follow um, us on there. Let us know what you think of the movie. Yeah, um, if you play or if you go to the Anchor app, which uh, the link for the Anchor app um, podcast is always in our Instagram bio. Once you hit that link, that'll lead you to listen to it through Spotify, Apple Music, all that jazz. So, a better reason to follow us on Instagram is so that you can kind of keep in, or you can just there's access to view it on any platform you want, and it's very simple. Just go to the link in our bio. Cool. Mm-hmm. Hit them with that. Uh, ta ta for now. Ta ta.